The holiday season can be full of cheer, but it can also bring unnecessary stress. Whether it be from the pressure to get the perfect gift, last-minute changes of plans, or dysfunctional family dynamics, the holidays are not always easy to navigate. Many holiday movies reflect these sources of December stress and offer insight on how to and how not to navigate them. Dr. Lynn Knoblach-Fetters is a licensed clinical psychologist and an associate professor at Marquette University, and a movie buff. She spoke with Lake Effect Sam Woods to offer tips on how to manage common causes of holiday stress using situations from holiday movies. Our first movie is an absolute classic, Home Alone. Um, so for those who aren't familiar, Kevin, the main character played by uh, Macaulay Culkin, uh, is left home alone by mistake as the rest of his family rushes to catch a flight during the holidays. How could we do this? We forgot him. We didn't forget him, we just miscounted. What kind of mother am I? If it makes you feel any better, I forgot my reading classes. Now, during the holiday season, there's so much to do with so little time that we tend to forget to focus on the important things. Maybe not, you know, leaving our children behind as we go on vacation kind of important things, but those little things kind of get in the way of realizing and focusing on the important things during the season. Um, Dr. Knobloch-Fetters, can you talk about how to manage the overwhelming feeling of just so much to do, so little time during the holidays? Yes, I think it's important to keep in mind why we're celebrating the holidays. We're celebrating them to bring our family and friends together, uh, to spread peace and love and joy in the holiday season. And sometimes those minute details can just take over our lives and give us this frustration, this irritation, this overwhelming sense of um, being overcome by things that are really small when you take a step back. And so I would like to encourage people to take a pause and focus on the things that are most important to them during the holiday season. Special times or experiences that you want to lead the way in your holiday celebration. And when you can focus on those really important moments, the rest of the smaller details seem to fade in importance. Do you have any tips for someone who, you know, can recognize this, that like, hey, I've got a lot to do in a little bit of time and it's stressing me out, but I want to focus on the more important things, but I just don't feel like I can. Is there any way that someone in that position can kind of work through that? Our human tendency is just to rush even faster and do even more. But when I work with people, I let them know that if they slow down and really take care of themselves and give themselves some calming time, even take some deep breaths, go for a walk, have some peaceful time, actually they're better able to manage the stress and they will end up being more productive and feel more fulfilled in the end. So it's kind of this dialectic where we want to rush to get things done, and yet that is the opposite of what will help us feel like we have accomplished things that we are proud of. In a Rush to Get Things Done is a good segue into our next uh, film, which is Jingle All the Way. Um, so this is another another 90s film. focuses on the main character, uh, Howard, who's a workaholic uh, husband, um, and he wants to make up for neglecting his family in lieu of work for, um, you know, the whole year. And he knows his son wants a hot new toy, a Turbo Man. 
And Howard, uh, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, goes to extreme lengths to get the perfect gift. guys been? Turbo Man's only the hottest selling Christmas toy ever. <laughs> and so like Howard here, he's under a lot of pressure. He feels like he's under a lot of pressure to get the perfect gift. And so for those who celebrate Christmas and give gifts for during Christmas, you know, this is a relatable struggle. You know, you're, there's someone special in your life and maybe you've told them they're special. Maybe you've spent a lot of time with them over the year, but you still want to get them that perfect gift. Do you have any tips for managing this pressure of getting that perfect gift? I love that you brought up this movie, Jingle All the Way, because I think it's a perfect illustration of focusing on the meaning behind gift giving. So Howard is so focused on buying the special toy for his son. But meanwhile, his family and his son just want more time with him. And for him to show up in the memorable experiences that they want him to be a part of. And so I would encourage people to just switch their priorities um, from trying to think that the perfect gift is going to be the symbol of your love in the relationship to really thinking about expressing your love and joy and appreciation, maybe through spending more time together, having more experiences together, and less about the actual thing. Because we all know that human beings love things for about 10 minutes, and then our attention quickly turns to the next thing. And really, material things aren't as satisfying as deeper, more lasting human relationships and experiences. I'm picking up on a theme here in the first two answers that it's it's not about the commercial part or the material part. It's it's really like this is an opportunity to spend time with your loved ones. Um, and so kind of focus on that. Am I am I reading this right? Yes, you are completely right. Um, you know, our society really emphasizes commercialism and it emphasizes busyness and productivity. And during the holiday season, it's very important to try to challenge some of those societal pressures and uh, think about the hidden or the deeper meaning, I should say, of um, the whole holiday season. Well, and spending more time together hits on a theme of our next movie, Almost Christmas. Uh, So Walter, played by Danny Glover, lost his wife earlier in the year and just wants one thing for Christmas, for his four grown children to get along together under the same roof for five days during the holidays. And it's what their mother would have wanted, but it proves to be a lot harder than expected. Oh my God, you always start. Actually, you both started. You know what? You stay out of it. You're just making it worse. I'm making the. Okay, I'm. Oh, I'm lying now. This is Ouch, exactly why bro. I want to stay in a hotel, Pop. Well, what's stopping you now, huh? Nothing's stopping me. You know, I'm not gonna let you dispute Quiet, 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 quiet. Hey, quiet. And so, navigating family conflict or dysfunction during the holidays uh, is a is a common, common, common form of holiday stress. And often a lot of it feels out of the control of the person who's feeling those feelings, feeling those emotions, feeling that stress. Dr. Knobloch-Fetters, how can people recognize that they're getting stressed out by situations like this and continue to either move from it or know that it's time to remove themselves from the situation? Oftentimes when we go back home uh, to spend the holidays with our families, it's almost like we become 10 years old again. 
<laughs> and we're relating to our siblings, we're relating to our parents or grandparents in that same way as when we were kids. And those family patterns are so deeply ingrained in us that it's very easy to fall into those patterns without recognizing that you are now um, with more life experience, more wisdom, and more freedom to relate to your family in different ways than you were when you were 10 years old. So I would encourage people to think about common stress points or stress in relationships, and we all have family members that are difficult to get along with, but think about how would you like to treat them in a loving and gentle way, and how will you um, rise above the common triggers and not let them pull you under into uh, the feeling of being 10 years old again. So if you can come up with an attitude of charity or generosity or tolerance, I think that will make your holiday experience with your family go much more smoothly. I, I love that analogy of feeling like you're 10 years old again, because that is that I, I feel that it's like a kind of a new brain switches on where there's these old things that come up, these old triggers that come up. It's like, man, I haven't thought about this in years. Like, I didn't know this was still a part of me. And they come up during, um, you know, during the holidays or just kind of a, in certain situations. But Almost Christmas also hits on themes of grief, just like the next movie on our list, Christmas Checklist. And this is the newest movie on our list. And, and like Almost Christmas, it touches on themes of holiday grieving, but with a lot fewer siblings to fight with. Uh, the story centers on Emily, who plans to spend Christmas alone as she grieves her recently passed mother. Uh, however, when she discovers a posthumous gift from her mom, a 12 days of Christmas checklist of self-healing holiday activities, uh, she takes on the challenge to get out of the house for the holidays. I think she knew I'd be heartbroken without her, so the list is her way of making me do stuff to distract me from my sadness. Well, then there's only one thing to do. Complete every item on that list. Grief and loss can be such a huge weight to carry during the holidays, especially recent grief and loss. You know, if this is your first holiday season without, you know, a family member that you really loved or someone in your life that you really loved, um, that can be a lot to hold on to and, you know, fight through to get to that holiday cheer part of the of, of the season. But Dr. Knobloch Fetters, for people who are navigating grief and loss during this time, what would you suggest thinking about or focusing on during this time to both acknowledge that grief and that loss and those real feelings, but also, you know, maybe find a little bit in the holiday season beyond that? I think uh, dealing with grief and loss is incredibly challenging at any time of the year, but it's particularly difficult during the holiday season when our image of Christmas's past and celebrations with loved ones who are no longer with us can really tug at your heartstrings. And sometimes that grief comes in waves in um, floods that you never even expected. And so I encourage people to really find a way to honor that grief during the holiday season. Uh, think about a tradition or a memory that you have with your loved one and do something to honor that memory. And it may not be the same tradition without that person present, uh, but it could be your time of celebration of the relationship that you had 
and the person that was in your life that impacted you for the good. So I would encourage people not to rush through those feelings or pretend that they aren't there or go on like everything is okay on the outside. I would encourage them to really honor and respect their grief and be attuned with themselves and allow them to feel their feelings in a very respectful and authentic way. You mentioned earlier in that answer, um, uh, you know, the phrase Christmas past. And I'm going to jump on that as a segue to our next uh, movie, uh, the oldest uh, story in our list, uh, A Christmas Carol. Um, so some may know this story as just simply Scrooge or associate it with Muppets or animated uh, Disney ducks. But in all of these versions, Scrooge is a rich, miserly, lonely man, and he's visited by four ghosts, including Jacob Marley, on Christmas Eve including the ghost of Christmas past, who shows Scrooge how his relentless pursuit of money made him lose out on love early in his life. All your nobler hopes have merged into the one hope of being rich. One master passion engulfs you. Money. What of it? Even if I've grown wiser, I've not changed towards you, have I? In words, no. Never. How then? In your changed nature, in everything that made me love you. And so I bring this movie up because the holiday season can be um, rife with regrets or disappointment or loneliness or stewing on old mistakes that we feel we've made or just reasons for for, for loneliness. Um, Dr. Knobloch Fetters, how can people navigate these feelings of loneliness or these feelings of regret for past mistakes? that Scrooge was really feeling towards the beginning of this story? I think those feelings of loneliness or regret are good internal indicators of the kind of person that you'd like to be in the future. So the wonderful thing about being human is that we can't change the past, but we can certainly do different things in the future. So if there's regrets in your life or loneliness or or disappointments that you faced, now is a great time to write a letter of apology for perhaps, or reach out to someone you've been alienated from and do your best to try to heal those ruptures in your life and move on. And I think that is the wonderful thing about being human is that we always get a fresh start and a new chance and a new opportunity to redo things in a meaningful way. And we'll end on a lighter note with our final movie, uh, A Christmas Story. And so fans of this movie may remember classic lines like, you know, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. But I want to focus on the final scenes where the neighbor's dogs eat the Christmas dinner and it forces the family to change their holiday plans day of. Unlike some of these bigger emotions that we were just talking about, you know, family dysfunction, grief and loss, regret, something like this can come just out of nowhere, whether it be, you know, your flight was canceled or the neighbor's dogs eat the turkey or, you know, you burn some food, whatever it is, plans can change even during the holidays, which can also add to that holiday stress, right? So as we're heading into the holidays and as things will inevitably not go as planned, 
how can people manage that stress of last minute changes day of during the holidays? I think that sometimes we build up so many idealized fantasies in our mind about the way things should be or how things must be that we don't get um, fully invested in the moment. And I promise you that if the food is burned or dogs come in and take your Christmas dinner away, um, you will remember that for the rest of your life. And you might not remember that as much as if the meal was perfect and all went according to plan. And so those kind of comic things that are surprising or changing at the last minute might be the very things that bring your family together and allow you to laugh and reminisce uh, in the future about how difficult that was in the moment, but how everyone got past it. And so I would encourage people to, yes, you can certainly think about your vision for how you'd like the holidays to go, but when that vision doesn't match reality, be flexible enough to go in the present moment and enjoy the experience for whatever it turns out to be. Well, Dr. Knobloch Fetters, thank you so much for joining me on Lake Effect and for, you know, putting it back in my brain that this this holiday season is supposed to be about time spent together with loved ones, not about gifts, not about things going perfectly, but that time together recharging from a from a year in community with people. And thank you for uh, reminding us of that um, as we head into the holidays next week. Thank you for having me. I wish everyone a blessed and joyful holiday season. Dr. Lynn Knobloch Fetters is a licensed clinical psychologist and associate professor at Marquette University. She spoke with Lake Effects' Sam Woods. The